Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Scott Cluthy's Love Cafe. Join us for the best in relationships, family, health, well-being, spirituality, intuitive development, the future, and the past. All present in the Love Cafe. The Love Cafe call-in line, 347-308-8478. That's 347-308-8478. And now, Scott Cluthy's Love Cafe. Well, uh, it's great to be live with you on this Monday evening here in the Love Cafe, but it, I can't get the employees to do anything <laughs> except, except drink the profits. So what better solution to that than to give them a heads up and a tip on how to get ahead in life and get where they really want to go instead of just talking about it than to have perhaps the most gifted man on resumes, job search, networking, the new reality of uh, the digital uh, economy and world we live in, and some of those really strange, obtuse, and sometimes terrifying things that happen called job interviews it's the one it's the only it's martin yate uh martin uh hello and welcome to love cafe radio good to be with you scott i couldn't have written a nicer presentation if i'd done it myself thank you <laughs> well yes that's some of the script writing ability comes in and that was all off the yeah. top so there you go i'm a stand-up comic right Martin Yate is one of the foremost experts in the field of job search and career management, the author of the Knock 'em Dead Resumes, Knock 'em Dead Career Covers, Knock 'em Dead Secrets and, and Strategies, uh, Cover Letters, excuse me, <laughs> covering your career, Knock 'em Dead Secrets and Strategies, First Time Job Seekers, Hiring the Best. And this uh, now newly released, uh, uh, refurbished and updated, The Ultimate Job Search Guide. Uh, and yeah, the of course, if you have. Edition. Good Lord. Martin, it's You'd think well, I'd get just, it right by deep, now, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a very deep testament to the quality of your work and your standing, a professional standing in the world of job search, resume, connectivity, and all things related to the work that we do and hopefully love as well. And, um, and there are probably some new issues, some new challenges, some new ideas even entering 2018 uh, you would like to share that I may not touch on, so I want to make sure you jump in. But I want to invite our listeners out there. You know, yeah, there's lots of jobs being created, but they might not necessarily be the jobs that you really want or desire, or maybe even the industry you've been in has been passed by, as they say. Uh, I don't know if I have any coal miners listening tonight. But I want you to feel free, I really truly do, to call in, with a question or comment for Martin Yate, and let him work with you or take a look at your situation, whatever it might be, whether it's psychological, uh, financial, emotional, uh, related to job, because these things all come into play now, and even more so uh, in 2018. And, and guess what, folks? 
it's not going to go back to the way it was when it comes to some of the man the, the landmines and the minefields in the work environment if you don't have your your uh, EQ your your emotional quotient if you don't have your EI your emotional intelligence on high monitor even if you are a bit of a, a bit of a, a bear <laughs> you can be a friendly bear guys and so these are uh, and girls and but these are things that really we need to consider as well and 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 like how you leave a job as well as when you enter a job and what kind of a teammate and what kind of environment are you creating and all of this i'm telling you folks everything you could think of is just about addressed in this book the ultimate job search guide uh, newly re-released completely updated and and and, and it is it's tremendous and there's also some really cool opportunities to have someone named Martin Yate actually look at your resume. We want to talk about that because that's pretty unbelievable. So the call-in line is always the same. It's 347-308-8478, 347-308-8478, to call in live on the Love Cafe uh, tonight with your host, Scott Cluthy and Martin Yate. So, Martin, you know, you know there's a lot of jobs being created. The engine of uh, investment and industry is booming here, uh, and yet a lot of the jobs being created, you know, and I know, these are what we used to look tusk tusk. Not, you know, I wouldn't have done that, and yet here you are, here I am, doing that job, applying for that job, and trying to get that job, competing with other people. Uh, there's a lot of influx of very highly intelligent people from offshores as far as the U.S. concerned. And that's great because that's more knowledge. That's more diversity for me, living in the most diverse city in the country, uh, Houston, Texas. But while these numbers of jobs are being created and, and in certain industries, that doesn't always mean that those jobs have anything at all that resemble the kinds of benefits, and certainly the longevity. And as you pointed out over the years, because I've had you on whenever I can, you better plan on at least four or five. And I don't even know if that number's gone up, Martin, but tell us about the truth about the the volatility of any any job and even any industry today and why dusting off the resume isn't enough. The numbers run run basically like this, Scott. Uh, we all work for a, a career that spans about half a century. We tend to start in our late teens, and we're meant to uh, retire at 65. People aren't actually retiring at that age for a number of reasons. So we've got at least a 50-year work life. Uh, Bureau of Labor Statistics tell us that uh, average time on a job these days is 4.2 years. That's down 0.3% in three years, which is really a steep decline, which means we can expect to have somewhere between 12 and 15 jobs in a lifetime. And the people in the career management world that I regard as colleagues, uh, we talk of people having three or more distinct careers in a lifetime. You know, we change jobs from an accountant at one company to an accountant at another. That's a job change. We make a career change that's stopping being an accountant and becoming a whitewater rafting guide in the Adirondacks. 
that's a career change. And we can expect yeah. uh, two or three of those in a lifetime as well. So That's, this means that 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 the old lessons of uh, of find something you love and never work another day in your life, or you know, start at the bottom, work hard, be loyal, make sacrifices, and you will be rewarded with job security for just as long as it takes them to find someone cheaper or automate it out of existence altogether. And that, yeah, yeah, very even, sadly, is this incredible world we live in today. Yeah. What what do you feel, Martin, in this sort of the broader scope of things? Because you've been a touchstone for this for decades and decades, so you've seen it firsthand. You've you've consulted for companies, individuals, thousands and thousands, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people. Um, what kind of change do we need to make in our mindset? And I was talking about uh, emotional intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Do, I, I do not take it personally. Only, you are the only radio host in 32 years that has ever used the term emotional intelligence, Scott. Amazing. Um, I talk about it. I talk about transferable skills. These are the underlying skills that allow us to do whatever we do well. And one of those transferable skills is communication, which I break into eight subsets listening skills, verbal skills, written skills, uh, digital communication skills, uh, dress, social graces, and emotional intelligence. It's one of the great transferable skills that can lead us to success. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. The truth is, uh, and, 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 and that will also play a part in, uh, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk a little later about the uh, At Me Too movement because that's reflective of something going on culturally in societal uh, uh, evolution that is how they say I'm not going back in the closet they used to say about people that were uh, that were homosexual well the ladies aren't going back in the kitchen and of course they probably weren't in the kitchen unless they were running it but that's these are considerations and we see the landmines created by people because that important thing Martin our our past follows it us whether we try to cover it up or remove the uh remove the article or comment from twitter or facebook doesn't it yeah we live at a time of tremendous change and there is always job dislocation at times of change and one of the things we can do as individuals is, number one, start treating the management of our career because it's what puts food on the table and keeps a roof over our head. If We need to start taking this much more seriously because how well we do in our career means continuity of income, means increasing income and prestige and economic stability. But we can't do it in the old way. We have to start thinking about ourselves as a financial entity like a company. Um, I, I may have said it last year, thinking of ourselves as me, Inc. Um, I have research and development to keep my skills sharp. I have all the different departments that a company has because I treat myself as a corporation. And a corporation needs to grow and keep the income growing for it to become stable. But at the same time, we can't rely on the corporation anymore because they really don't want us on the payroll. 
So what has uh, is currently being referred to as the side gig business, um, I've been talking about for a long time, having an entrepreneurial uh, endeavor going uh, uh, um, all the time, you know, in your teens, in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, in your 50s. Um, uh, who, who knows which one's going to take off for Colonel Sanders? He was in his 60s. Lady who wrote Little House on the Prairie didn't publish till she was 65. Uh, it took me 20 years to get a business going. Henry Dow, founder of the biggest chemical company in the world, went bankrupt five times. You know, having an entrepreneurial side to our lives is not only the sensible thing to do economically, because the only economic security is when we bring money in our front door, but it gives us a more balanced life. And at the same time, we should be pursuing our dreams. I wanted to be a novelist. Spent 20 years not getting published as a novelist. Eventually made a career as a nonfiction writer. Uh, so I didn't exactly come up with a handful of mud either. So pursuing, pursuing entrepreneurial endeavor and pursuing your dreams and treating how you manage that central core career more seriously are all part of the answer of having a successful, balanced, and fulfilling life. My guest is Martin Yate. He is the creator of the Knock 'em Dead series, the latest newly released 2018 completely updated Ultimate Job Search Guide. It's got everything in it. Financial Times says the best book on job hunting, just hands down like that. And the uh, New York Times says it's pretty much the Bible. One thing about that, Martin, about the entrepreneurial side of ourselves, um, uh, once people get over the fear factor and decide to do something because they love it, you know, instead of like how much I'm going to make out of it or, oh, God, what if I fail? Well, that's fail is somewhere in my last name. I just think they take it out every time they write it. But but something about the entrepreneurial uh, way of being I think is important, and I wanted to see if what your thoughts were, and that is that because it's going, you're going into something new, because you're on a discovery, because you're on a journey, because you don't know and you want to see how it could fit or how you could make a better mousetrap, you're going to mm -hmm. run into and meet people you would not otherwise meet in the standard course of what you call your business day. And so that's going to expand your pool of creativity, input, insight, and other people's experiences, which is only going to add to your personal resume. Isn't that so? It, it's, it, Scott, you're absolutely right. It widens your frame of reference. And yeah, without going through them, I, I, I talk about these dozen learnable behaviors and professional principles that are common to success in all jobs. The interesting thing is, and, and uh, I funded the psychological studies to look into this in the 90s, there's a set of behaviors that are equally important in your entrepreneurial endeavors and in even pursuing your dreams. There's a core set of behaviors that lead to success. So in applying them in different contexts, in starting that uh, uh, new, new business, in, in pursuing a hobby or a passion, uh, you're widening your frame of reference and you're improving those skills in every avenue in which they're applied. Back to you. You know, I, I, I wanted to uh, talk about the old resume. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I was horrified to discover that while sending out a resume the other day, that one of the major sites that, I, that I've been on for a number of years 
the job listed there is something I haven't done for a year and a half. So the resume started off with sort of that, in, in, not started with it, but in in the job, you know, capacity and what are you doing kind of thing. Um, it's easy. It's easy. It seems to me with my knucklehead to forget how many places you've placed this information. And like I said, dusting it off. So would you give us a little review on how does a resume in 2018, how does it fall down? And what do you do to ensure that you've got the most pertinent and up-to-date information? Because people do go searching around, don't they, looking for you. And uh, if they get crossed wires, they wonder if you're even paying attention. Yeah. Um, We have a resume writing business. I had it for 25 years. I was coming back from Africa, and I spent 12 years and 12 hours in Nairobi Airport, and thought, I don't want to be doing this when I'm 50. <laughs> so I came back and started the resume and coaching business. And 99.9% of resumes I see that are written by individuals, and 99.9% of resumes that are written by resume writers for individuals, all tell the same story. They're a pretty honest recitation of what that person thinks is important and that they are good at. It's a personal narrative of skills. And that is, number one, subjective. And number two, it's irrelevant because that's not how resumes are found anymore. Um, No one knows how many uh, resume banks there are in America. There are that many. But I know of a couple that have over half a billion resumes in them. And the only people that ever go in these things, Scott, are headhunters and uh, corporate recruiters working for the HR department. And they don't go in there for fun. They go in there because they've got a job description in front of them that has a title. And it has a list of deliverables and responsibilities and priorities. That's what they're looking for. So if we start off with an objective analysis of Collect a couple of handfuls of job postings for the job you can do and see what's most important in all of them. You can create a template for the story your resume has to tell. Now, you gave an example of someone not having done something for 15 months. Well, as one of the great lessons my first boss once gave me is, Martin, don't tell them what you don't know. They might never ask. So (laughs) that experience is 15 months old. It's all a matter of how it's packaged. You're under Mm. no obligation to point out your faults. Think of anything you've ever bought. Think of the bank. Think of your insurance policies with those 30 or 40 or 50 pages that we signed. They know we won't read. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Life's too short. Okay, back to you, Scott. Thank you, Martin. Yeah, no, you. I love. I can love just listening to you. (laughs) That's great. It is. It is uh, live in the Love Cafe this Monday evening. Your host, Scott Cluthy. Great to have you guys out there. Always feel free. Call in 347-308-8478. Martin Yate, my top of the the drawer guest this evening. What do you see as the best uh, growth economies as far as people going new into the job economy or people like who may be making that transition? You know, those transferable assets, those skills – they do transfer. I've seen it from my life experience now, uh, 66 in a week and a half. So so where 
where do you see the growth uh, that if people are really looking for a fresh start or looking to to find a place where they can grow into management or there's growth opportunity down the road, what do you see is hot on this horizon in 2018? I wish it was the 1960s because then I could say plastics, young man, <laughs> plastics. Plastic. That's the <laughs> now, word. Now, now, now the word is very simple, robotics. Um, mm. There is going to be a wave of artificial intelligence hitting the workplace over the next 10 years that's going to disrupt 16% of all people at all levels in all industries. Um, however, it is going to uh, uh, generate 9% new jobs, hence robotics, artificial intelligence. If you've got a scientific turn of mind, that's the way to go. Other areas that I think are very sweet spots are um, uh, also in technology security, digital security, and physical security. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. We're in a global economy. Logistics is very important uh, and is not going to go away. Uh, on the other end of the scale, something that is very rarely spoken about uh, by people in my profession are plumber, carpenter, electrician. Skills. Because <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the end of the day, Scott, if you take... <laughs> one of the old trade professional trades seriously and you do your apprenticeship you have you can set up your own company never have to go up to the 20th floor in your high-rise salt mine for the majority of waking hours of your day right you'll by the time you're 50 you'll be driving the same cars as the guys who do work in the high-rise salt <laughs> mines and you'll be going on the same vacations and no one can take those jobs away from you so what used to be called the in-person server jobs. My hairdresser has a better car and house than I do. <laughs> right? <laughs> the, yeah. These are jobs you can take anywhere and no one can take away from you. And they're much, much overlooked as very serious career choices. And frankly, in, in, in today's culture, when the plumbing's blowing up or the toilet's not working and the lights aren't working or whatever, <laughs> you have no clue. You don't even know where to start with that. There's nothing that says demands instant pay for instant payout is something like a crisis in the home or something like that. It's true. And, you know, oh, when you, you, you need you a buy. plumber, you need a plumber. Yeah, there's no, there's no getting around that. Um, how do how do we uh, uh, take the uh, the resume then and turn that into into a vehicle uh, that that does draw the attention uh, of the job we're interested? We may not even know. I mean, you know, there's so much blind and screening now. You just you can't walk into a company really anymore. You know, and uh, I'm looking for a job. Do you, what are your openings? That's that's like not going to happen. You know, so how do you get your uh, resume? How do you get your presence uh, uh, to the top of the list, at least to start that interviewing process? Because until you pull that sit down, um, most of the time, that's all you're doing is shooting digital blanks out. Yeah, nothing's going to happen. A resume is a, is a is a tool to get you into conversation, primarily. Now, as I explain it in the Ultimate Job Search Guide, um, if you do this 
target job deconstruction, if you actually analyze what it is the customer wants to buy, uh, um, and there's some very simple instructions for how you do this, you then have a template for the story your resume needs to tell. It's no longer the story of what do I think is important, but wait a minute, six out of these six employers wanted this particular skill. Where, what have, where have I applied that? How long have I been doing that? What have I accomplished with that? Uh, five of these employers want this skill. Uh, how much experience do I have with that? Um, where have I applied those skills at which jobs? And so we end up with a resume that speaks directly to the most dominant needs of the recruiters and the headhunters who are looking at the job descriptions. So we match the story we tell in our resume as closely as we can to the job description. What's the best way to use your social network? I have a really, as an example on LinkedIn, you know, mine's probably pales to yours, but I have over 800 contacts, and most of them are pretty, pretty legit. Um, and 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 uh, a lot of them obviously around media and so on and different kinds of media, whether it's online media, uh, broadcasting, what have you. How do you use your social networks uh, effectively but not necessarily advertise a job search on a billboard? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you Mm -hmm. want to be a little more subtle than that. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we, we have to identify there are two kinds of social networks in everyone's life. Uh, one or other or both of them may develop, be, be developed, but there's the potential for two networks. One is your social network. Uh, the, the, the guys and gals you went to school with and you've known all your life, right? Um, and then there's your professional network. Now, we're all different at work from the way we are at home. We all put on different faces. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we all have a p- professional persona and a personal persona, and we need to create a professional persona that we will present to the world that is echoed with everything that is available about us publicly. And then we want to build network relevant, sorry, profession relevant networks. Especially, we want to make connections, join the groups on LinkedIn um, that are relevant to your profession. Join a local chapter of an association and go to the monthly meetings. You'll meet the best connected and the most committed people in your profession, in your area. Very good for networking. Online, you want people with the same job title as you, with more and less experience. Uh, You want uh, people with job titles who interact with yours professionally on a regular basis. And most importantly, you want to gradually add contacts who hold job titles one, two, and three levels above you because they're the folks who are going to hire you one day. And how do you leverage them? Well, you go to those groups, you go to your monthly association meeting, and you help put out the chairs or give handouts or tidy up because all associations are volunteer-run. It's how you get to know the insiders. Uh, And online, you go to the groups uh, for half half an hour every couple of days, and you like people's comments, which gives you visibility. And uh, I don't recommend you write things yourself, but rather... Curate 
things. In other words, if you see a good piece in a professional journal, uh, tell everyone about it, and you will be seen as a source of good. You're offering information, not asking for it. Back to you. Very good. Martin Yate, my guest this evening here. Love Cafe Radio Live. Your host, Scott Cluthy, the Monday evening here on Blog Talk Radio. And and I wanted you, before we go to our break, I want to touch on something that you've made an offer in the book about a resume review. Uh, is that still standing? And tell our listeners about that, because that's a hell of an, a hell of an offer, Martin. Yeah, um, it is. Uh, w- one, of the, one of the problems I have with updating this book every year so that it's absolutely current is all my reviews disappear, uh, and I have zero visibility. So if you buy the book and you give it an honest review, whether you like it or not, I don't think you will not like it, you know, <laughs> um, uh, and you send me an email at knockemdead.com. Here's a link to my review. Here's my resume. It'll take me uh, a few days, but I will give you a personal review of your resume. What a sweet offer. Go out and get a copy, the Ultimate Job Search Guide, completely updated, 2018 edition, just came out. And re- read it, absorb it, use it, and abuse it write a review <laughs> of it, and then send the link, cheerio, over to Martin Yate, and he'll review your resume. That's ah, worth a few shillings, mate. So, good show, <laughs> That's Martin. That's a pretty good live Very reaction. generous of you. <laughs> Not bad, eh? Anyway, <laughs> we're going to take a short break. Remind you what you're listening to out there. All right? All right, I'll get me All some right, bacon and... All right, mate, you get out of that foxhole, and uh, we'll be right back with this on the other side. Hey, stay there. This is Scott Cluthy. We'll be right back with more from the Love Cafe. Don't forget our call-in line, 347-308-8478. And visit the Love Cafe on Facebook. Just look for Scott Cluthy's Love Cafe. We'll be right back. Hi, Scott Pluthy, host and producer of Love Cafe Radio and Love Cafe Video and other media as well. Glad you're listening tonight. Have you ever thought about hosting your own radio show? Well, as a graduate of Coach University and a professional broadcaster over 30 years, I can guide you to your dreams of having your own talk show that sounds professional and is professional. Every aspect of your show, from the scripting to the concept to the execution, you'll be a professional in broadcasting after working with me, either on a monthly basis for long-term or short-term, to increase or improve your abilities as a broadcaster and do better programming, attract a larger audience, and even more quality guests because of the quality and professionalism of your broadcasting. I'd like to help you. Give me a call, 832-846-5270, or write to me at scott at lovecafehouston.com. And let's have a conversation about you becoming the potential radio star that's there within you today. Thanks. Welcome back to the Love Cafe with Scott Cluthy. Our call-in line, 347 308 8478 for tonight's guest. Glad to have you in the Love Cafe. Now, Scott Cluthy and the Love Cafe. 
He's one of the foremost experts, really, in the world in the field of job search and career management, author of Knock 'em Dead Resumes, Knock 'em Dead Cover Letters, Knock 'em Dead Secrets and Strategies for First Time Job Seekers. Completely updated now. We're talking about the ultimate job search guide with the one and only creator of Knock 'em Dead series. It's Martin Yate. Martin, welcome back to the show. Hey, Scott, not to forget the upcoming one, Will Ye Knock 'em Back Again, a guide to single malt whiskeys. Uh, that's still in the testing phase, right? You're doing research? Yeah, we've got re- you want to do some research? <laughs> right. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about when you get into that interview then. You get that you get that interview and you run into the unconscious uh incompetent because <laughs> they're there. They got that job. Their uncle gave them a job. They needed a job or they just have grown up in that job. And nobody's really ever questioned them because, after all, they do the job interviews. Who would question that person's competence, right? You're afraid they might get you fired, <laughs> and yet they're there. How do you deal with someone who does a, a really incompetent job with the interview and doesn't really get the core of who you are? Because you've got, the, you've got some great, great pointers here about the, the things like constant interruptions, bad places to be holding interviews, or... Just the messy interview. I mean, we've seen these offices, you know, and I think of it like a lot of middle or smaller companies where you go into the office and you can't tell where the desk begins and ends because there's so much stuff around and you're expected to sit down and apply for a job you actually want. Say, you know, you're starting (laughs) off, you know, doing books and you'd like that job because you need it, but you you, you can't even get a handle on what's going on here. And they can't either. I, I think one of the things is this issue of um, we're going to this interview because we want the job. I think if if everyone listening to the show is honest with themselves for a moment and remembers what I said is you're going to be working for 15 years. You're going to have 12 or 15 job changes, maybe three different careers. You'll spend an average of uh, four years on a job, sometimes more, sometimes less, sometimes your choice, sometimes not. Um, uh, in, in, in doing this, we, we, ha- we have to um, a- achieve a balance in bringing in the money and keeping it flowing. You can't, you know, you're crazy to quit a job before you've got another one. You're in much more demand when you're employed. So if you are planning to make a career move, you look at all the skills you've got. Your two weakest ones, and at the same time they're the most important, are your ability to get job interviews and your ability to turn them into job offers. Because this is what puts food on your table and keeps that darn roof over your head. So it's not, do I want the job or not? It's, I'm going to convince Scott Cluthy he can't live another day without me. Mm-hmm. Whether I want the job or not is irrelevant now until he puts money on the table. Once he puts money on the table, I can negotiate it and decide if I want it or not. And if I don't, hey, it's good for my ego. And if I've been getting other interviews, I can probably turn it into at least one more offer. I would contact everyone I'd spoken to if you made me an offer, Scott. And I'd say, um, dear Mr. Jones, uh, we spoke last Thursday about the position of. The reason um, I'm calling you or emailing you is I've just been made a very serious offer of employment by one of your direct competitors. However, I would 
enjoyed, however, I enjoyed our meeting so much, I'd hate to make the wrong decision if we had anything further to talk about. Should we get together in the next couple of days? Oh, you're good. See how that works? I see exactly how it works. Once someone else wants me, everyone wants me, right? Yes. And I'll tell you something else, Martin, and and it's true, listeners. Um, I have some some good beans between my ears, but that doesn't mean I always put them in the right stacking order. And reading this book, (laughs) The Ultimate Job Search Guide, completely updated, Knock 'em Dead author Martin Yates, uh, made me realize how much I don't always use all my beans in those situations uh, of uh, brass tacks. You know, when you're getting to actual interviews where where the outcome is you want the position or you're not going to get the position. And and you address this in a series of uh, uh, statements about questions, about difficult questions that make you really cogitate. They make you really, and, and this is probably uh, in a uh, lower management uh, and upwards or any kind of capacity where you're looking, uh, watching over others, managing others, having to think uh, in, 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 a, in a creative structure and also problem solving creatively. So it can apply to a lot of arenas, really. But reading the book, Martin, and, and hearing you go through it, and that has like what kind of tree? You know, if you could be a tree, what kind of tree? Reading the answers you gave to that section alone really um, ignited me to how often I had let the ball drop by not trusting my creative communication skills to let it come out and build build uh, the statement and to follow it instead of making it into like a yes, no, you know, um, like the oak tree answer and all the qualities of an oak tree and all these pieces. In fact, you could make up qualities that didn't have anything to do with an oak tree, but that person probably wouldn't know that. And so it it's um it's taking the step up from putting too much into the answer you know what i'm saying and allowing mm-hmm. yourself to be who you are in the answer cuz you after ultimately you can't hide who you are in a job oh i i i did i do who I well, am okay. off the air when, you know, the non-public me is very, very different to the uh, um, uh, uh, the professional face I, uh, I show to the world. And they're both entirely, entirely genuine. Uh, you're never alone with a schizophrenic Scott. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think we all have different personalities. It's a matter of, yeah, you're going to be different at work than you are at weekends, but you decide who you want to be, and you become that person in every breath and every emotion and every action. Good answer, mate. So what kind of tree did you say you wanted to be? I forget the question I asked you. You see, you're great. You Scott, spin the dial. Scott's referring to a, cha- a chapter we added on really insane questions. Things like, yes. how many windows are there in Chicago? Oh, that's, a, that's a, oh, that was the best one. How many? 
How many piano tuners are there in Chicago? Yeah. That was a br- I just sat there and said, oh, my God. But as I read it, it made such perfect sense. And that's the kind of thinking that I wish I would avail myself of, which I do naturally when I'm doing what I do creatively, right? But in you, you read my book I and you I say, I know that. It. I just hadn't applied it in that context. And that chapter exactly. on those really crazy questions, like the number of window cleaners in Seattle or wherever, um, right. typically are questions that get asked of Wall Street types and technology people. And it isn't a, there isn't a right answer. It's a matter of you know understand the mathematical theories by which you would um, achieve an approximate answer. That's what they're looking for. It's your but thinking. When, it's your critical thinking thereafter. But it, the thing is, Martin, for people who uh, are in those fields and other related fields, you know, whether it's uh, uh, the digital, whether it's the creative digital, whether it's people who are writing code, those kinds of things, all the and, and all like you were talking about the 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 onslaught of technology which we are surrounded in. It is. Um, it's to engage that part of self in real time with another human being instead of just the job at hand, like you were saying, is, is, is very powerful. It's very powerful because that does allow that, that personification of your creative intellect and your, and your emotional intelligence to come together in that time. And you can really shine then, can't you, in a lot of ways. You can stand out from the answer, the rote answer of the other candidates. Oh, oh yes, right? because you come, ac- you come across as a much fuller human being, a much more That's complete, self-aware human being. And, right. and because of the efforts you've made to increase your frame of reference and your degree of enlightenment, uh, that will be a, a genuine personification of who you are. Now here's, here's something related which I also thought was very valuable. It's like a reminder to self here and, and to any listener out there who's got a job uh, interview coming up or is going out in the market or whatever it might be, and that is information-gathering questions. It's turning the tables. When do we do information-gathering questions, and why do we do information-gathering questions, and how does it done appropriately so you don't look like you're trying to upstage someone? You know what I mean. Now, this is a great question, Scott. You know, when we when we meet someone new, we evaluate them, consciously or subconsciously, and we evaluate them based on what they say in answer to our questions. And when it's in a professional context, we also judge people based on the depth of their questions. Because if they ask a stupid-ass question, they're probably a whole surrounded by ass. Right? If they ask an intelligent question, that shows the degree of their understanding of the job. Now, everyone gets hired for the same job. Imagine for a moment you and I owned a company together. Would we ever add anyone to the payroll unless they helped us make money by making money or saving money or increasing productivity? No, we wouldn't. So... Um, we hire a new accounts receivable uh, accountant. Uh, we're not hiring someone to deposit the checks that people send in. 
we're hiring someone to anticipate and prevent problem payees and solve those problems when they do arise, which means you and I are interviewing about that accounts receivable job. I'm going to ask you about the percentage who are over 30 days payable, who are over 45 days. What are the biggest area, uh, problem areas in um, uh, receivables collections? That shows I'm engaged with the job and its problems. And hopefully when I understand what they were, I can tell you about how I do my job to identify and prevent those from happening and to solve them when they do occur with due consideration for the next poor son of a gun down the line who has to deal with my work product. Listening to the voice of Martin Yate, the website, knockum, that's E-M, no apostrophe in there, just knockumdead.com, that's the Certainly one of them. He's on the Facebook, of course, aren't we all? Uh, Twitter is, uh, he's available on Twitter as well. And uh, Martin Yate is really one of the foremost experts on the, on the planet in the field of resumes, job search, career management. It's always a joy to talk to him. And I always get keen insight and find those dark spaces where I forgot to put uh, the, the sticky pad to myself. Note to self. Think more creatively. Okay. Anyway, the Knock 'em Dead series, you've probably used it in your career and more, but you want to get hold of the new 2018 re-edition, completely updated, Ultimate Job Search Guide. And it's got some new additions and new paragraphs, and like uh, Martin was saying, some new, new uh, ideas and new content for today's new uh, work and uh, job market and environment as well. And along those lines... Martin Yate, I wanted to ask you about uh, this, uh, uh, this uh, rising, we talked about unconscious, the rising from the unconscious of a lot of what's gone on in the workplace over the last few decades. We've seen some very powerful people fall in an instant, and there will be more, by the way. So oh, yes. I want, to, I want to talk about that trail of tears I talked about, that the crumbs you leave behind you, uh, the, 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 that a work space is a work safe place and how that's even more imperative than ever if you have any problem associating or relating to those you might view as the other. And now in this major case, of course, we're talking gender. Now, there's more women in the workplace than men. And while the percentages as CEOs and, and presidents and owners is not as great as it should be, it's certainly going up. But that doesn't mean that the secretary you uh, did something unfathomable to or even thought you were funny six months ago won't turn around and you'll find yourself in a class action suit, does it? No, it doesn't. And, and I'm not sure it's altogether wrong um, with women, uh, with minorities. Um, uh, it, it's the case. Uh, um, institutional racism. Um, there, we have a lot of special interest groups who are standing up to be heard, and it is right. Uh, uh, America is meant to be a democracy where we treat each other equally. Uh, and you know that only too well, living where you do, with the population oh, yeah. you have. And there is something very enriching about meeting people and knowing people who are different to you. Uh, ethnically, uh, spiritually, um, uh, interest-wise. Uh, I, I don't want to know other writers. I know what it's like to be a writer. 
you're a carpenter, I'm interested. You're a landscaper, I'm interested, right? Something different is good for all of us. Well, you know, and that kind of relates to what some of the lot of points you have about social media, though. You are what you retweet. So that leads to where the private and the public do cross, don't they? Yeah, and, and this is where when Scott and I were talking earlier about if you are engaged or contemplating becoming engaged in a strategic career move, you need to clean up your social media. I have a great buddy. He cracks me up every time he opens his mouth to speak or online. He's just a funny guy. He's also totally politically incorrect. Right? Were, were I someone looking for a job, I would hire, hide streak from the world. <laughs> and I would tell him <laughs> I was going to as well and why. Right, because, you know, as as that wonderful poet, Irish poem finishes, it's about a drunk asleep in the gutter in Dublin. It finishes with, you can tell a man who boozes by the company he chooses. At that, the pig got up and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> You're so old school, I love it. So we are judged by the company we keep. So we have to, we have to clean up our, our, you know, it's called cleaning up your digital dirt. Making sure that well, everyone yes. who is associated with you and communicating with you is doing so in a way that is not going to be offensive. Right. You don't want to spend your time apologizing for who you worked with and why. <laughs> no. <laughs> On your or who you know. Tour, do you? No. <laughs> right. I want to ask about, and this is, this is kind of funny. I think about this a lot, uh, the social media ranking of the major – uh, the, the major footprints, you know, LinkedIn, <coughs> Facebook, um, yeah. uh, uh, Twitter. Twitter, um, Lineable, uh, re- Referral Key, there's lineable. thousands of them. Yeah, there was a day the, when Wikipedia big... had 20. Now they have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. So so how 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 are they ranked in your mind as far as actual viability when it comes to job search uh, and connecting because uh, I noticed you say that, that, that Google Google Plus is the lowest. You ranked it low as as a place for uh, for connecting. Um, yeah, so, I, 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 mean, I, I don't know. I did that with Google Plus because uh, uh, Google usually introduces a new product and it is a world dominant immediately. That didn't happen to Google Plus. Um, the leadership was replaced and replaced. They haven't shut it down, but it doesn't seem to have a lot of drive behind it. However, um, they are poised to become majorly dominant in the job site business. The biggest company, job site company in the world at the moment is indeed dot com, and indeed. they uh, ag- ag- indeed. They aggregate jobs from thousands of other sites. Google Jobs has just moved into their space. <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> yes. Uh, so, well, so uh, uh, who's important for your professional life? Only three. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, and LinkedIn. Is that all? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I have a presence on Facebook. Do I personally go there? No. 
does anyone with a real job personally visit their social media uh, uh, footprints three or four times a day? No, they don't. They work. God, no. Um, Facebook's fine. It's huge. Uh, people do find jobs through it. Twitter is good if you use one of their apps to search for job postings because a lot of people, companies spread news of their openings on Twitter. So use the Twitter job search app to look for jobs, then it's worth using. But having a presence, having a profile on being active, it's LinkedIn. It's a little upside down for me on Facebook, though, because that's a great place to push out your media. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's, it's industry-specific. It's hang perfect out. for you. It's perfect exactly. for you, but, you know, you're an accountant, you're, uh, you know, uh, you're, no. you're a doctor. No. It's, it's, yeah. No. Here's a good one. Uh, since I'm rounding to, uh, the band now from the 60s to the 70s, it's a shocking statement, but true. Uh, how do you fight age discrimination? And this is also uh, the reverse of youth age discrimination. I mean, I don't see yeah, how many in the I, middle can have age discrimination. They're in the middle. I have chapters about both, actually, how you sell yourself when you don't have much uh, uh, much experience and everyone seems to want a lot, and how to sell yourself when uh, uh, they tell you you've got too much. And most people, when they go to an interview and they're worried that they're being discriminated against because of their age, you're right. Now, it's possible that you're wrong. If you and I met at a barbecue, Scott, I guarantee you in the first five minutes it would be, where would you get that funny accent from? You're married, you have kids, what church do you go to? They're normal things you ask someone, you know, when, when, right. they, when, you, yeah. when you meet them. They're all illegal in a job interview. So it Everyone. could be that you're asked one of those questions because the woman or the guy just likes you and can see you working there and just wonders what kind of a, a, a person you are. Right? And that's the headset I suggest everyone should take. And you, you, you can say, that's an illegal question. I'm not going to answer. Okay, you're on the right side of the law, but does that help you get a job offer? <laughs> no. Why are we there? To get to learn how to get job offers so we don't say it. So we learn what the signals are. We take it in stride. And if you don't get the opportunity during the interview, you'll get an opportunity towards the end where the interviewer says, do you have any questions, Martin? And I would say, well, Mr. Cluthy, it's interesting you should ask. Uh, I've got a bunch of questions about the job, but I know that if I was sitting in your place, I'd look at me and say, he's 10 years older than anyone else I've got in the department. Has, has, he, has, has he got the spunk to keep up? Does he have the backbone? Does he have the willpower and the drive still? Will he fit in? Uh, I'd be asking those things, so I'm pretty sure you are, but you're not allowed to ask. Let me tell you this about me. The job I want is the job you are looking to fill. I don't want a promotion. I don't want your job. I don't want the job below it. I want that job because I, I can do it, and I love it. I'm older than the rest of your team. That's pretty good because I made a lot of my mistakes on someone else's payroll. And when the poop hits the paddle wheel, as it always does, even in the best-run departments, I've been there before. I will stand steady at your back in the wind, and I will be a calming influence on your team. You hire another young Turk, 
it's it you can see it on bureau of labor statistics younger people change jobs more frequently i don't want to change jobs you will keep me longer i will stand at your back and i'll be the one person that you realize in six months isn't standing there with the dagger after your job well my only question and i could go martin, on I have, I have one question for you martin uh when can you start <laughs> <laughs> and 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 now we proceed with um wow you're going to what, what are we talking about money uh, and if right. they ask you about money by the way don't give them a figure they have a salary range for that job that's approved before you go for an interview come up with three numbers for yourself what's the least i got to have to put food on my table what's a fair wage given my experience and where i live three what's the kind of offer that'll make me drop dead and go to heaven on the spot so you'd like me to join the company? Uh, yeah, we would. What are you looking for, Martin? Don't give them a number. Give them, kick the bottom one out, that low-end one, and now you have a yeah. range between your midpoint and your high point. Well, Mr. Cluthy, I'm looking between 125 and 135, between 25 and 35. I have more than doubled the odds of clicking into your approved salary range somewhere and getting the negotiation conversation started on the right foot. He's solid gold, Martin Yate. You're listening to the voice of not just experience, but reason <laughs> in his own <laughs> wicked way. The ultimate job search guide. You don't know my ex-wives, do you? <laughs> uh, no, I can't say I've met her. Completely updated. <laughs> Martin Yate. And while it's quite a deal, you read the book, dear listener. You do a review on a reputable uh, magazine rack in space. And... Send that review and the link to Martin, and he will review your resume. One more thing. You know, sometimes I have to admit it. I go shopping at the Giant W. I mean, that happens to be the thing that's closest to me. But I also have to admit that sometimes I'm terrified that people have come there in their jammies. And sometimes <laughs> I see people <laughs> in what I can only presume are jammies in a work environment. I mean, not a corporate environment, but... Hell, there's a lot of people out there uh, working in all kinds of jobs in all kinds of places. You know what I mean? They don't have to be yeah. wearing the slippers to get to, to, to let me know that they probably were laying around on that Saturday. Uh, and it, it's not just the job interview, but it is dressed for success. You've got to set a template, and it is the first chance you get to make a lasting impression. What about young people today wearing sandals and all the um, – I'm sorry, young people. But anyway, I like sandals at the beach. I'm freaked out when I see young people walk around in cold weather in shorts and sandals. It makes me cold. <laughs> that, hey, it all happens at job interviews. When I was in Silicon Valley uh, we were running a computer memory division once, I had an engineer come in, and she brought her cat with her. <laughs> no. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. You can't bring and a I cat didn't hire her. to a job interview. <laughs> she bought a cat. <laughs> hey, California, what can I tell you, Scott? Um, oh, okay. Well, there's that. Uh, there's that. <laughs> Great. Well, Martin, it's been a, a real pleasure, a delight to have you on. Thank you for taking time, your valuable time, to spend it here in the Love Cafe this evening, Okay. Scott, it is my pleasure. You always ask different questions. It's always a joy to be on with the air with you. You take care. Make good memories, everyone. 
God bless. Great job. Martin Yates, Knock em Dead, 2018. Have a great fun in Savannah. Take care, Scott. Good night, night everybody. I'm gonna, yeah, we'll be back with Love Cafe with our live TV show Wednesday night. Uh, Carmen Hara, live, joining us. It'll be a great show, and we'll look forward to that. So find out more. Go over to Love Cafe Facebook group and uh, join us Wednesday night live. Till then, take care. Be kind. Have a great evening, everybody. Thanks for joining me in the Love Cafe community. Don't forget, join us on Facebook at Scott Cluthy's Love Cafe. And sign up for the newsletter. Till next time, this is Scott Cluthy. Thanks again for stopping by the Love Cafe. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.